Hello and welcome. My name is Andrew, and this is the Who Have Discussion, a New Orleans Saints podcast, where we talk about all Saints news, opinions, and reactions. And this is going to be another episode, obviously, of these rumor-heavy, because we're not in free agency just yet. The Saints, have, there have not been as many rumors as maybe some people would think. Um, definitely a little, a lot, around the NFL there have been a lot of rumors, but just with the Saints, maybe a little less than maybe um, some other off-seasons. But it, people are saying it's because of the cap with the Saints. I feel like the Saints, they can get that cap up quick. I think we know that. So to me, I just, so I, I think the Saints, when we're going to come out next week in free agency, I still expect a good amount of moves. I expect a couple of restructures. Hopefully they happen before Monday, you know, where you can talk to some other free agents and they can make their visits. But I'm just wonder, wondering who the Saints are going to get. And um, really, I think we're going to dive right into that. You know, obviously talk about some speculation. Also, we're going to recap the scouting combine from last week. So I think we're just going to get right into it. So our first headline of news is that the Saints are unlikely to get Antonio Brown and more likely to go after a slot receiver like Adam Humphreys, Cole Beasley, or in the draft. Also, um, in the combine, we'll get obviously into more of that later, but the Saints are enamored by many pass catchers in the draft, and I think that was just interesting to hear. That was obviously a big point of news, but to me, look, A.B., a lot of people wanted them. I was one of them, one of the people that really, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't like, look, if the Saints, I don't want the Saints to overpay for him, but hey, if he fell in the Saints' lap, I was all for it for like, you know, third-round pick, second-round pick. We don't even have a third-round pick, so it would be like that second-round pick. I said second-rounder and Pete, and um, it doesn't look like that is going to happen here. Um, I think he's going to go with the Raiders. That's just my um, thing now. But look, there were teams added into the mix a couple days ago, but the Pittsburgh, they want a resolution by um, Friday, tomorrow. So really, for the latest, I mean, really, I don't think the Saints will overpay for him, and that's why I think that they will um, hold off on him for this 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 um, this year. And I don't see them getting him in the future. Um, he said he wanted to be the good QB. There, he, him and Michael Thomas keep on talking, but it's really not his decision at the end of the day. Maybe if he was signing a contract and you know he was and he, and he got cut and he was a free agent, maybe he signed with the Saints. But right now, it's definitely um, with trades and everything. I don't know if the Saints will, will be able to get him. Now I don't know. You know, maybe tomorrow we come up and the Saints get Antonio Brown. Everyone will go nuts. I would go live and I'd be saying, "Oh, what a great move." But I just don't think it's very likely at this point. I think it is more likely that the Saints go after an Adam Humphreys. Even an Adam Humphreys, I would be surprised if the Saints um, got him or Cole Beasley because they're even asking for a lot of money. Um, if, they, if they get their money, the Saints will not go after him. I think the Saints will pick someone in the draft and get a Des Bryant-type um, player. I think they're going to get Des Bryant. That's just my opinion on it. Um, and I think the Saints would be fine. I don't think it would be a big issue if they went in and then you have to get a tight end here. I, I want Jared Cook. I think he's a player that the Saints could get. And uh, and he'd be really good. Him, Jared Cook, Des Bryant. Um, you get get a draft uh, player in the draft in the second round. You pick up your a really good wide receiver. And I think the Saints would be in pretty good shape. So that's just what I'm feeling from the wide receiver standpoint. It looks like um, Antonio Brown will not be on the Saints next year. As many people wanted it, some people didn't want it. But to me, you just got to move on from it. I wouldn't expect it to happen. Now maybe, maybe, but to me, unless you know the price went down and the Saints stepped in there. And got a deal quickly. I just look. There's a shot, but it's not a big shot. I call it less than ten percent. But there is definitely a little room there. The Saints may still pick him up, but I would not call it likely at all. That, that that's just my feeling on it and uh, my opinion. 
Now on to our second headline is that there are so many safeties. I mean, come, there's a lot of like really pro ball safeties. And I mean, people are saying that it may be like a loss of the safety position because, you know, you have so many great safeties out there. Eric Weddle was cut recently. Darian Stewart. Those are pro bowler players. Look, one of these guys are going to get a short-term deal. One of them is going to fall to a one-year deal. And the Saints, you know, they should probably pick up that guy. And he could come in to be a third player, play a playmaker for the Saints. Kenny Vaccaro's out there. Haha, ha, Clinton Dix is out there. I mean, when you're looking at it, so many really good players. And, I mean, you're looking at it like, this is really like, we'll see what kind of deals they get. Landon Collins, the Honey Badger. Those are six solid, really good safeties Like that um, I think any team could use. I mean, it's not like um, one team or the other, but right now, just not many safeties. Really, you have so many being cut or free agency, and they're not getting signed back like Landon Collins with the Giants. But it's really, when you're looking at it, I think the Saints, as I didn't want to go after a safety before, and I'm still, I don't want to break the bank for a safety, but I think they're going to bring a guy in on a one-year deal. I feel like that's what the Saints are going to do. Or they're going to draft someone. I just don't think they'll draft someone. So I, I think they'll bring in a veteran on a one-year deal that's trying to win a championship. Maybe it's take two, you know, with a Kurt Coleman type player. But uh, I don't know if it will be Kurt Coleman. But to me, I think the Saints will probably wait back on like last year, but they went into it. They're probably going to wait back, see who they can get on that one-year deal and a value deal and a prove it deal, and they can just uh, and see what happens there. Right, I think that would be the strongest move for the Saints. And um, I I think it may actually happen because it's there's so many good free agents. I just don't think all of them are going to get um, you know, top contracts. You have Earl Thomas as well. I mean, you really have a ton of really good, really solid safeties they get. And a lot of the little, there are little differences, um, but if I'm the Saints, I want to get that playmaker. I want to get that Tyron Matthew type player, that Kenny Carroll type player to me, because I don't think we need that um, player that can cover. We just need someone that can make plays and you know maybe get some turnovers. So that was one thing our defense didn't get last year were turnovers. So, get that type of player. Adrian Amos also from uh, the Bears, a good safety. So you have a good guys here. Um, Trey Boston, it's it's a solid, solid um, class. And I think the Saints should definitely look at at least one of them, whoever falls short-term. I hope the Saints don't break the bank on it in comparison to going to like a defensive tackle. I really hope they go after that defensive tackle um, in comparison to getting that safety. But, I mean, we'll see what they do. I wouldn't be mad if they got the hunting badger for a long-term deal. But, look, I just don't agree with it. But I do trust – the one thing I do trust, I trust um, Sean Payton, Mickey Loomis more than anything. To me, they're, they're the guys – they're going to make the right decision in my opinion. And, you know, they've shown his last three, three, two, three years. And I think that will continue this year. So now we're going to move on to a quick headline with running back Daniel Lasco being cut from the Saints roster um, on Wednesday. And to me, look, this move, he's a depth piece. And um, if he gets back healthy, he was injured all of 2018, maybe you bring him back – as a camp body, but he really, look, he was kind of like the preseason games, like 2017, 2016, but he didn't really show enough to be on that roster really in, you know, like look long-term like that, that's nothing against him, but um, maybe he could be that third running back on a team. But um, to me right now, I just don't see it for the Saints really for him. I think it's a good cut uh, opens up another uh, roster spot and uh, the Saints don't really need him. So, I mean, I just want to put that, um, you know, that headline out real quick and um, just say good luck to him. He was a did a really good job in those preseason games, but to me, just didn't show enough to really stay on that, you know, um, roster for a long time. He was good special teams player, but 
I mean, look, some players are good special teams, like amazing special teams player on this team. It's very hard to make it here. And especially with his injury, he was on the you know, roster as a special teams player. He was good. But with all the injuries and, you know, it's, it took him a whole year. And it's just, he's had multiple injuries and it's just not working out for him. And also another headline is that Kyle Rudolph is likely to be cut the tight end for the Vikings um, or he's going to restructure his deal. But, you know, over the reports, they've been saying that, look, restructuring is not likely. They're not going to agree on it. And then they're probably just going to cut um, Rudolph here. And look, if the Saints don't get um, Jared Cook and they want to get that start tight end, I think Kyle Rudolph would be a really good consolation prize. He had eight touchdowns in 2017. Four in 2018, he went over eight touchdowns three times. So, And he also had a seven-touchdown um, year. So, look, he gets in the red zone. He scores. They don't call him um, Rudolph the Red Zone Reindeer for nothing because he can play in that red zone. Really good um, player there. He's also a good possession receiver, a lot like Jimmy Graham in that respect. And I think if he played with that great you know, QB like Drew Brees and that great offense with Sean Payton runs, I think he can have a Jimmy Graham-type effect. Now, obviously, we won't know this unless he came, but he, he has really good receiving abilities. He's a really good um, possession receiver, good hands, and really good in the red zone, can make contested catches down there, and he gets open. And it's just, to me, that would be a really good option if the Saints can't get Jared Cook. So really, I'm ranking them really, this is how I think the Saints should go about it right now. I think number one, it's Cook. And then number two, I'm between Eifert and uh, Kyle Rudolph if he's available, probably the edge to Rudolph. And then really fourth is going to be that Jesse James, um, Austin's Ferry and Jasons, those types of players, um, CJ Uzuma, those types of players. And th- that's just what I feel. And um, I understand why people may not agree, but to me, that's just how I'm feeling right now. And um, I really hope the Saints can get – it's really a far one as uh, Cook. I think he can be like a Pro Bowl player for the Saints, and he would just completely fill our needs, and it would be a perfect – uh, signing for the Saints, so I hope that you know they can give him enough money to get this deal done. But we're just gonna see what happens. There hasn't even been interest out yet. But if the Saints, you gotta at least bring him for a visit. You see what happens. That's just what I feel there. So now we're gonna move on to our main segment this week, and that is going to be on um, the scouting combine, the recap of the scouting combine. I think we're just gonna jump right into it. So first, and our first um, storyline here is that the tight ends completely shined. Um, Noah Fant. Um, TJ Hawkinson, or Irv Johnson, uh, Irv Smith, excuse me, um, Jace Sternberger, um, Caleb Wilson, Foster Moreau, all looked really good in my opinion. Obviously, they're going to go different places. But to me, if I'm the Saints at um, 62, I believe we pick at, you got to go after Irv Smith. Irv Smith, that guy. If the Saints can get Irv Smith, um, I think that it would be one of the really, really solid if they, if let's say they don't get Cook, let's just you know block that out. To me, that's probably your next best bet because I think he can be a Jared Cook type player. He's a really good route runner, a really has really good hands, um, really good um control over his body, good body control, which is big. Could make um catches in contested areas. That's really good. And then also he's a good blocker, pretty decent blocker already. That's obviously real. That would be amazing if they can pick him up. And to me. You bring him in, I think he could be a day-one starter for this team. I, like He wouldn't be at the Jared Cook level, probably um, not close, but in three years, he'd be on that level, a really, really good player for cheap, and he can obviously be a good option there. For the Saints, I think his th- three-year um, outlook right now is really, really good. And look, I don't think Noah Font will be there um, for the Saints at 62, 
But if he falls, I think he's a similar outlook on him, better receiving tight end for him. I think he could be really good there. And then TJ Hawkinson, better blocker, but definitely still a good receiver. I think the Saints, like if I'm going to order those three out of like the star tight ends, I'm going to go with um, Irvifont and then Hawkinson third. I mean, I think he's going to be a good tight end, but I just don't think he fits our needs very well. And then going on to the guys that maybe you can get a little later, but you're, you wouldn't be even stretching if you got him at the second round if all three of these guys go early. That's going to be Jay Sternberger. That's that guy. Um, also, Knox from Old Miss. Now, these guys, look, I think when you're looking at it, they may their projections four years down the road may be good, and they may be average tight ends, but right now they're probably not going to give you much production. And um, look, that's whatever the Saints, like if you get Jared Cook, you can pick one of these guys, hopefully later. I would pick probably um, even later with the Caleb Wilsons and the Foster Moreau's of the world. But to me, I just feel like these guys, I would kind of stick away from. And um, look, they're good players. And I think maybe four years down the road would be good. But I wouldn't want um, like ASJ or like a Charles Clay and then a Sternberger. To me, that just wouldn't, it wouldn't be bad for the Saints, but it would not be, um, the best option here. That's just what I feel. And then when you're looking at like the Foster Moreau, Caleb Wilson, both look really good in the combine. They look more of projects, not projects, because I think Foster Moreau, he has really good comps um, to Josh Hill, um, who's on this team. But I think, again, I think these guys can be average tight ends later, and they'll be good probably depth tight ends, backup tight ends right now. And then later, you could see them sprout into a starter's role here. But combine, look, it's not really things. You got to watch film to really look at the, the you know, concrete details. But these guys definitely had some really good um, traits. The one thing I found about this tight end group as a whole is that they're really athletic and a lot of playmakers here. And that's obviously really, really good, especially right away. You know, you're going to make your biggest impression right away if you're athletic and, you know, you can make big plays. That's going to help you um, the biggest. So now we're going to move on to our next headline, and that's going to be on the wide receiver surprised. Um, I was surprised, and the Saints were actually enamored by pass catching and, and the wide receivers in this draft. In like who the Saints going to get here? Looking at Debo Samuel, um, JJ Whiteside, Arcega Whiteside, Andy Isabella. I really like um, looking at Paris Campbell, Terry McLaurin from Ohio State. Um, these guys really, really good stuff. Paris Campbell to me could be that speedster for the Saints that maybe they've been missing since like that Robert Meacham. Same with Terry McLaurin. Um, Andy Isabella is that shifty slot receiver. Maybe he's a consolation prize if you don't get an Adam Humphreys player. Um, Orsega Whiteside, he's more of a Michael Thomas receiver. If you really wanted to put a player instead of Des Bryant opposite Michael Thomas, he's a competitive receiver, gets a lot of jump balls, good route runner, that type of player. Um, maybe he's lacking a little on the speed, but I mean, he's, you know, you're looking at the plays he makes. I mean, the playmaking ability is definitely there with the, you know, the jump ball ability. And especially he'd probably help in the red zone. Debo Samuel, who, look, he didn't show out completely. He may have fell a little bit because um, people thought him and DK Metcalf were on the same level. But it seems like Debo fell a little bit off and Metcalf um, definitely rose. So to me, maybe you can get Debo Samuel, who has a ton of upside, I think. And you can probably get him at 50, move up, a little, you know, five picks maybe it takes to get um, Samuel. And that would obviously be really big. But to me, all these guys, they showed out. And um, look, if the Saints, let's say they got... A Jared Cook, I wouldn't be surprised if they went one of these guys in the draft, if they obviously didn't get a B or something, and then that would obviously be good. To me, I think if they, if they didn't get like a Cole Beasley or an Andy Isabella, or uh, excuse me, Adam Humphreys, I think you could pick up Andy Isabella, and right away he can be a solid player for you, and um, he can do a lot of good work there. He's very, very shifty, fast, off the line, has those you know spurts of speed. That's obviously really good to get separation in this um, you know age of the NFL 
where you can't really touch the receivers. This play, you know, he's going to be the next Wes Welker. You just see it. Uh, he's going to be a good player, and he's fast. Um, he's like a four-three-five speed. That's really good um, for his type of player. Definitely a little small, but you know he's shifty. And um, look, if he can stay healthy, he's going to be a really good player there. Now we're going to move on to our next storyline, and that's going to be about the QBs. And to me, I didn't really see that much. Um, a lot of people said they saw a lot um, from Dwayne Haskins, but you know, look, the Saints aren't going to get Haskins, so we can't really talk about that that much. But didn't really see much from Kyler Murray. We can't really say. I'm not gonna. There are some reports about him, but I'm not even gonna get into it because um, I don't think the Saints will even look at him, and I don't think that's that big of an issue. But that's another story for another day. Daniel Jones. Look, he. I like Daniel Jones, but he didn't show that you know he's worth to move up in the draft to get him. That's just what I found. Um, same with Will Greer, or maybe if you can get Will Greer in the fourth. But to me, um, when I'm looking at the Saints to get, if they're gonna get anyone, it's probably gonna be in the later rounds between like maybe a Trace McSworley or a, a Jackson from Buffalo. I believe it's Tyrone Jackson. Um, he, these players, like I think Jackson, the one thing that he has, he's a big guy, huge cannon, but he's definitely slow release. I think if he sat behind Drew Brees for two, three years, he could become a quality starter in this league. And that's really going to be with McSworley. I don't think there's really a future for him at the NFL, at the um, quarterback position. Um, maybe you can move him out like uh, Julian Edelman. That's what Sean Payton said. So maybe the Saints will convert him to wide receiver and see what happens there. But to me, I just don't see them, you know, picking up any quarterbacks here. None of them really showed out. I think 29, uh, 2020, excuse me, is the um, year for the quarterback. And I think the Saints will look to get a quarterback in that draft, either in the first round or early two rounds, I would say, there. Also, just one quick news. It's kind of diverting a little bit, but... Case Keenum, um, the quarterback from the Broncos, is going to be going to the Redskins. And um, Teddy Bridgewater was looking to go to the Redskins, and they actually talked about Teddy Bridgewater, and they're actually going to get um, Keenum with, for a 6th and 7th round pick. And that's obviously really interesting because now really how many spots are there for Teddy Bridgewater? You're really looking at it. It's really only the um, – not the Jaguars, excuse me, the Dolphins. And uh, that's really it. So he may have to just take that one-year deal with the Saints because – Look, I don't think anyone's signing him. Um, I thought someone, you know, I thought it was going to be the Redskins. I thought they were going to come in, swoop, and give him a big deal, but it just hasn't been the case, and it doesn't look like any team's going to. So definitely watch out for him to come back to the Saints. But, anyways, I just want to divert there because that was some breaking news. So now going on to our, you know, coming back to the combine, we're going to move on to our next storyline, and that's going to be. The defensive line, they showed their depth, in my opinion, especially the interior defensive line. Caitlin Saunders showed up. Jerry Tillery, um, he's really good. Um, I heard about him first on the All Saints Consider podcast. And, look, he's a good player. He reminds me of uh, Marcus Davenport a little bit that his raw ability is there. He's a really strong player, and I think he could be just a really, really good player. You look at him and you're like, damn, this guy can be a good interior player. Um, he's 6'5", 300 pounds. I mean, look, this guy, he's got the physical tools, and I think the Saints could help him refine his um, his skills, and he can be really good, just like Marcus Davenport. I feel like they're very similar players. Um, and he's probably going to go in the second round, so I think maybe the Saints could pick him up there. And then also um, got to look at Kingsley Kiki from um, Texas A&M. I think these guys can be, like, Good players. Um, look, they're good. I think they can be day one starters. I think I'm most high on Kalen Saunders, especially if you can get him in that fourth round trade up and get him. I would definitely do that. 
Um, I think that's definitely a possibility. I think Kalen Saunders is a great player, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see the Saints come up and pick him. So I he's I mean he look he's gonna I think he'd be like a Taylor Starworth. Um, he's gonna be a contributor from day one. That's just what I feel from Kalen Saunders. I feel like he's just a really good player. And then also just go to the little um when you swing it out to the defensive ends. I really liked and I still continue to like. Um, Charles ONU from um, Texas. That the drive is just there for me. Um, he's got the physical tools. Again, this the, like the, these are the players that I think the Saints are going to go after, and they went after is those physical players that when they have the physical traits, and you know they're going to coach them the more technical stuff. And I think they can do that. And I think ONU is just another player that could definitely do that. A lot of the great edge rushers here are going to go in the first ten picks. And though the Saints won't even, you know, look at him. So, like, that's where all the edge – everyone says there are a lot of good edge rushers. There are. There are about six, seven good ones, but they're probably going to be gone in the first 20 picks because th- th- that's just how this draft is um, ending up to be there. So, now we're going to jump into some Houdat Nation fan questions. Our first question is from Audit the Fed, and he asked on YouTube, and he asked, um, what do you think about a potential – Earl Thomas signing, so or an addition of Earl Thomas. And to me, look, this is what I think about safety, as I said earlier. I would love Earl Thomas on a one- to two-year deal. You could even pay him. I don't really, It doesn't really matter on a one- to two-year deals, expiring contracts. Maybe you give him one year with a team option or whatever it is. But Earl Thomas coming off the injury, he could, he could still play, though. Um, let's not just you know discount Earl Thomas. The man is a lot of ball skills, and that's really the theme of these safeties. They got ball skills, maybe not as much as cover, but he could also cover, so it's not that big of a deal. But the playmaking ability from um, Thomas to um, the, the Honey Badger, they're off the charts good. And if the Saints could pick him up for a one- to two-year deal while, you know, Von Bell is coming just in, into his own, then they can help Marcus Davenport, uh, Marcus Williams, excuse me, and to not put him in those such high-leverage situations, I think that's where you want to see the Saints to get a safety. I don't think they should be getting a safety that is like, um, four years, five years, you know, 60 million, 50 million. We shouldn't be breaking the bank on the safety. We kind of tried that in Jarius Bird and it did not work out. So to me, if I'm the Saints, you just go in. Um, to me, you look for that, that player. Because I think, look, there are eight really good safeties, 10 really good safeties. Um, that are, I think they're starter level. One or two, I think a multiple, multiple are going to fall to like that one to two year range. And I think the Saints should definitely fall all over those types of players, and I think they will. And just how this safety market's going, I wouldn't be surprised. And then our final question is from Houdat132343, and he asked, how do you feel about getting Adam Humphreys? And to me, look, I'm fine with it. Um, I wouldn't break the bank on him. I'd probably give him two years, $16 million, $15 million. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints picked him up, especially if his value wasn't as high as, you know, like he thinks he wants 10 to $14 million a year. I do not see that, and I don't see him getting that. Probably he's going to be in that seven to eight range, um, and I think the Saints could pick him up. Maybe give him two years, fifteen million, something like that, and uh, he can be a really good player. Look, his stats are really good, um, considering he didn't play with the best QBs, and then also um, he played behind you know Mike Evans and Sean Jackson. So to me, he was putting up numbers, you know, over seventy, over seventy-five catches, over eight hundred yards, and five touchdowns. That's really good. And um, his best year, obviously, was this year, but he was progressing every year and year. Maybe even next year, he's going to be even better. And maybe a pencil in there. I think he could be that Willie Sneed type player, like, you know, when Willie Sneed broke out or really when Lance Moore. I I think he could be the next Lance Moore here. And that shifty player that does a lot of good things wins in that slot position and just um, solidifies the slot. I mean, last year, we tried to solidify the slot with Patrick Robinson. I think it worked. 
Um, he did get hurt, but I mean, he's going to be a really good slot corner next year. And I hope that's the same for Adam Humphreys maybe this year. So with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast and enjoy our content, enjoy this episode, you can follow us on Twitter at the Who at This, on Instagram at Who at Discussion, on Podomatic at the Who at Discussion. And then also you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, our iTunes channel, our Google Play channel, and our Spotify channel at the Who at Discussion. On YouTube, please like, hit that notification bell, um, hit the um, thumbs up button. I know it said like, but it is that thumbs up button. Also, definitely comment. Guys, what do you guys think about the free agent? Um, we're going to have a full free agent preview next. Um, I think I'm going to do it Monday. Or we're going to try to get it out Monday morning so we, you have it for the whole weekend. Give you guys some predictions. Maybe I'll be right. Probably won't be right because, I mean, it's very hard to predict these things. But maybe I can have a couple of correct predictions here. And um, I think that's what we're going to do for our schedule. Also on iTunes, please rate, review. That's really helpful. If you guys can you know, give us those five-star ratings, we can give you guys more content. Every, all, all the ratings, all the reviews, really helpful. Um, and we definitely look at them, and you know, we appreciate every single one. And look, guys, free agency, all the speculation is going to end. All the rumor rumors are going to end, and it's just concrete details are going to come out. And we're going to add some players on this team to make it better for 2019 which is our goal, and I think, as Mickey Loomis said, back when they lost and they were doing the Senior Bowl in January, he said, I'm going to do anything in my power to make this team better, and that's what he's going to do. And I think, look, whatever he thinks, I think it's good, really, because I trust Mickey Loomis, I trust Sean Payton, I trust Jeff Ireland. Maybe I won't agree with it right away, but we're going to see where they go. I think they're going to go around the tight end route and get a good tight end here, and maybe they'll even trade for a tight end. I think, look, and everyone's talking about the salary cap. I don't think that'll be a big issue either. I think um, we know how to navigate the salary cap. And um, there's a we can get 30, 30 million, excuse me, very quickly. And I think the Saints will go about that route. So with all that said, I want to say thank you, prove them right, and who dat?